0: God often reveals His truth to us, whether it is about Himself, us, or the relationships therein through the natural world. This is revealed to us by Paul in Romans one nineteen through 19-20, which says, For what can be known about God is plain to them, because God has shown it to them. For His invisible attributes, namely His eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made, so they are without excuse. This is also true for man-made things such as film, and I would like to show how he does just that in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Welcome everyone to episode 8 of Oh How Marvelous, and today we will be talking about Thor The Dark World. Now I know y'all are tired of hearing me say that I do not recall seeing it in theaters, or um, even if I did see it in theaters with all these movies previously, well, that time is gone. Because pretty much from here on out, I do recall my experiences with seeing these films for the first time, For the most part, whether it was in theaters or whatever the case may have been. Now, all that being said, I do recall my experience with seeing Thor The Dark World in theaters for the very first time. I was a junior in high school, and my older brother was a junior in college. He went to a college that was very much local, so he was a commuter. And I remember, it must have been a Friday night, I was sitting... On the couch in my living room with my parents. We were watching TV. And my brother suddenly comes in the room. And at this point he knows that I'm a Marvel fan, right? Especially with the movies. And so he's like, hey Jared. I am going to go see Thor The Dark World with some friends tonight. Would you like to join me? And this was like a huge step in our relationship. Because being with the age difference that we have. It really helped me. To have a bonding moment with my brother, really. It was really nice. Anyways, I went to see it in theaters that night. Not expecting to do so, but it was such a great blessing for me. And just to be able to bond with my brother in that way. um, It was fantastic. Overall thoughts on the film. I enjoyed it. I actually had a good time with it. Um, It was good revisiting Jane Foster and Darcy, especially Darcy actually kind of stole the scenes that she was in, really, except for the scenes where there were serious moments. But yeah, I enjoy the film. I know that is a hot take, because a lot of people do not like this film. Actually, a lot of people that I know argue that Thor The Dark World so far has been the worst Marvel movie that they have put out for the MCU. And I respectfully disagree with this. I actually think that... With each new Thor solo movie, the movies have just gotten better. So yes, I do think that Thor The Dark World is a better film than Thor. I just think it brings in more substance that the first Thor movie kind of lacked. And I don't know how to explain that. I don't know where that came from. But I just felt that Thor The Dark World was, I guess, fuller in a sense than the original Thor movie. And so now for all of my likes of this film, my favorite character was Heimdall. The reason I loved Heimdall so much in this film is that he handled himself so well. He showed his loyalty to Thor by following through on his plan even though it would mean exile for him from Odin had this plan worked and death had it not worked, right? Again, he was very loyal to Thor, and he wanted to do what was right for the people, and he knew that Odin wasn't willing to do it. And so he fought for the people, yet when he confessed his own treason to Odin, he was very respectful towards Odin. And I loved that he was able to hold himself with a mature posture in that, with his emotions and such. But he knew what needed to be done, and he got it done. He did his part. And he did it well, As he always does, really. And now my favorite scene was when Darcy steps in on Jane's date with Richard. And she gives her the update on what's going on with that scientific tool that I forgot the name of. And she's just generally making a ton of noise in a quiet, kind of fancy restaurant. Um, She starts eating Jane's bread and just telling her what's going on. And then that kind of bothers Jane. And just the fact that this is the scene where Darcy steals the show the most. And now my favorite quote comes from Loki, actually. It's when he and Thor are pretty much trying to escape Asgard to search for the secret portal to the Dark World. And it's the moment where Thor kind of turns the ship and he accidentally decapitates the statue of his grandfather. And Loki's just like, congratulations, you just decapitated your grandfather. And I just love the brotherly banter between the two in this scene, too. Because it kind of shows that there's even just minutely that growth in their relationship there and it's that kind of thing that really shines between them in Ragnarok really and now my complaints for the film I think Malekith was just sort of a dumb villain that didn't really have some sort of level of intellect beyond his master plan he just kind of stuck to it really and also the ether could have been way more powerful As we've seen in Infinity War and Endgame, the Aether was pretty powerful as a stone, but it seemed pretty weak in and of itself. The only most powerful moment that we had on the Aether in this film was when Thor tries to strike it with his lightning, and he thought he destroyed it, but no, it just recuperated itself kind of thing. Yeah, and I think the combination of those two things, with Malkith being dumb and the Aether being not as powerful as it should have been, caused the whole movie to just suffer very much. Now, as for the Stan Lee cameo, I gave it a 6.8 out of 10. Again, I'm giving these like IMDB type ratings. And so, I really liked that he was just like, can I have a shoe back? And that he kind of had that little interaction with Eric Selvig. This cameo was certainly better than the Iron Man solo movie cameos. My goodness, those were bad. And I think a lot of the reason that I gave it a 6.8 was how it kind of fell with the rest of the MCU in my rankings of the Stanley cameos. And so I just had to make it make sense for that scale there and where plot point fell kind of thing. And I don't think it was terrible at all. I actually quite enjoyed it. Now my last thought on this film, not necessarily good or bad, before we get into the devotional Portion of this episode, is that I think that this movie, of all the MCU movies, felt the most like it belongs in the DCEU. It just felt like it had that tone. I noticed there was a lot of moments in this film where the scenes were just literally dark. You couldn't see anything, especially if you were watching out in the daylight, in the sun, in a bright room, really. Tonally... And cinematography-wise, it felt like it belonged in the DCEU more than any other MCU film. Not to say that it fits perfectly with that. It felt the most like it. And now for the devotional piece. It reads, In Thor The Dark World, Thor decides to commit a treasonous act in order to save Asgard from the evil elf Malekith. The situation has become so desperate that Thor decided that it was necessary to recruit Loki to help him despite his criminal track record. While his plan worked in the end, Loki showed his true colors once again and put his personal plan into action. He deceived Thor by making him believe that he had died in the battle on the Dark World against Malekith. At the end of the movie, Loki disguises himself as Odin and to his luck, Thor turns down the throne leaving Loki to rule Asgard under this same disguise. The Bible warns us as Christians to not give in to such deceptions. In 2 Corinthians 11, Paul warns against false prophets and says that they disguise themselves as apostles of Christ, verse 13. The fifth psalm tells us that the Lord detests the deceitful, verse 6. Jeremiah tells us that the heart itself is deceitful and that we should only put our trust in the Lord. 17.9 In the final chapter of Romans, Paul tells the Church of Rome to watch out for and avoid those who cause divisions and create obstacles. He also tells them to be wise. He gave them assurance that the God of peace will soon crush Satan under his feet. 16.17-20 False prophets and liars, just like Loki, are very cunning in their deceptions and seem wise at a first glance. But we should also have hope. These very same people will be revealed for the liars that they are, but only on God's timing. Trust only in the Lord. What lies and deceit have you given into lately? How has Satan deceived you lately? What are some old lies that you still believe? How has your heart deceived you? Who and or what do you put your trust in? Will you place your trust in the Lord to reveal to you any deceit that you've given into? Will you commit to placing your full trust in the Lord from now on? forsaking even yourself. So I think I'm just going to let the devotional speak for itself this time around. It's a heavy topic talking about deception, really. And I think we've discussed this earlier in The Avengers, maybe, especially surrounding the character of Loki. I gave you a lot of scripture references there as well. So feel free to look into those passages to tackle the topic of deception for yourself. For this film, I had three other biblical discussion topics that came to my mind. They're certainly not limited to that. Um, The first one being darkness being associated with the forces of evil. You've got Malekith who wants to take over the nine realms and He can't do that without using the ether to bring darkness throughout the nine realms and even throughout the rest of the universe I know I've used these passages before but I'm about to use them again because I think it's pertinent here John one five says, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And in Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, in Matthew chapter 5, starting at verse 14, he says, You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father is in heaven. And if you look at the relationship between light and darkness from a scientific standpoint, darkness is just the absence of light, right? Well, here it's a good metaphor for the forces of God versus the forces of evil and Satan and self. Where God and his forces are absent, that is where darkness is. Where light is absent, that is where darkness is. And that's where the importance of John 1 5 comes in, to know that Wherever there is light, darkness cannot overcome it. I heard one time that if you light a candle, and that is the only source of light around, it's nighttime, whatever. If you put it about five or seven, something like that, football fields away from you, the human eye can still see that light. And as long as we have that light, we have hope. It's like the moment in Lord of the Rings Return of the King where Sam is fighting that giant spider thing that I forgot the name of the creature. But he has that light that was given to Frodo by Galadriel. And as long as he had that light, he had more hope. He had that confidence that he could fight that force of evil. And if you also look at it in the sense that where there's darkness, there's that unknown factor, right? Like if you're in a dark room... You don't know what's in that room around you, especially if you've never been in that room before. But say that you take a candle and light it, all of a sudden you could see around you, at least in your vicinity, so that you can avoid obstacles. And in that way, we should let God as our light guide us on our path that is life. For he knows for what purpose he has made each of us individually. And we should embrace that path, no matter how scary it may be. And all the while doing this, we are to reflect God's light. We are to reflect his hope onto the darkness of our world. The second point I want to talk about with this film is how the ether kind of acts like a demon in a sort of way, right? Where as soon as it found a host in Jane Foster, it decided to enter her bloodstream, basically possessed her. It even try to protect itself, especially when you see when she's talking to Darcy and Thor in the rain and she stays dry. You especially see it when she walks away from Darcy and you see the bubble move along with her and then it starts pouring rain on Darcy. But the point is, it's living inside her and it acts on its own will. But the difference here being that demons themselves are subject to the authority of God. I think back to the passage in Mark where there's a legion of demons possessing a man. Um, There's nothing that can constrain him with that demon possession in him. And then upon Jesus forcing that legion of demons to leave the man, they look at a herd of swine nearby, and they're like, Jesus, allow us to enter them. And Jesus gives them permission to do so, and they enter the swine, and they cause them to jump off a cliff, and all the swine drown. Again, these demons are nothing but forces of evil and destruction. For they serve their master, who is Satan, whom scripture says has come to steal, kill, and destroy. So they're only doing their master's bidding. But their master himself is under the authority of God. We see that on display in the book of Job, where even God's like, Have you considered my servant Job? You may do as you wish with him, but do not kill him. And Satan does what he did with Job in that book. You can read all about it in that book and how he responded to it, the book of Job. And so the last topic I want to talk about here is regarding the scene with Thor talking to his father Odin and he's saying, what makes you different from Malekith? And Odin's only response is, I will win. And that just kind of displays Odin's hypocrisy, right? We shouldn't be fighting the evils that we see by doing the very thing that they're doing to others, or ourselves, back to them. How would that make us different from them, really? It wouldn't. So giving the enemy a dose of his own medicine is not the way to go. The Bible says, vengeance is mine, declares the Lord. Let the Lord take his vengeance, or he will do it in a just manner. As I've said before on this podcast, Plus, there's also a moment in this conversation where Thor's telling Odin, you should be fighting alongside your soldiers. You shouldn't let your soldiers just be fighting your own battles. And that very much contrasts with us and God. It would be like God telling us to fight his battles. But no, what does he do? He fights our battles for us. And he wins every time in his timing. He conquered Satan through the crucifixion and the resurrection. That was him fighting our battles for us. It wasn't his battle. He wasn't the one who sinned. It was our battle. We sinned. But he decided to fight it for us anyway. Because he knows that he was the only one who really could. And that'll do it for Thor the Dark World. But that's not over for this episode yet. Um, I have a few things that I want to talk about that have nothing to do with Thor the Dark World. Other than the fact that it's MCU related. I am loving Moon Knight so far. We have gotten through episode 5. I'm a bit nervous for the finale, to be honest with you. I do not know how on earth they're going to conclude this within an hour. It is crazy, y'all. Also, if you'd like to join our Discord, feel free to hit me up at mcudevos at gmail.com and I will get back to you and send you the invite link. I am now back on the Discord since it's no longer Lent. And I am very much looking forward to interacting with y'all there with her quest, talking about God, MCU, Marvel in general, even DC stuff, anything nerd, really, anything God, where those worlds collide as well. So I would love to have you on the Discord. And a big announcement is that I have purchased a podcasting mic now that my tax returns have come in. So I cannot wait to use that mic i cannot wait to hear the sound quality that comes from it hopefully it will have better sound quality i've heard people with the same brand and such use the mic and it has worked well for them so i am trusting that it will work well for y'all and for me especially i cannot wait and that will officially do it for thor the dark world we'll see you next time where we will cover iron man 3 on oh how marvelous